So, Daniel. So, Jeremy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? How was your Thanksgiving? I haven't talked to you for a little while. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I hope you're. I hope you're feeling better. I hope the family's all feeling better. I hope Quinn never got the illness that you and Coley got. Um. So she gave it to us. She had it first. Oh. She had it back in that, like October. That makes sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I get it. Well, uh, Thanksgiving for me was fairly uneventful. I worked. Yeah. You I made a big meal. Food home from work, and Dylan and I ate it, and then. A little later on in the excuse me, afternoon, evening, Melissa came down and I... Then you stuffed the turkey? Stuffed the turkey. I don't know what we did. <laughs> Probably nothing. <laughs> Sat there. You basted the bird? I basted the bird. Mm-hmm. Nice innuendo. No, I was too full from all that. Yeah. Maybe, hell, I don't remember. As Coley was too sick. Yeah, uh, she's been very sick. Yeah, I mean, but she's better. But she wasn't Good. sure if she was even gonna make it to Thanksgiving because it's in New Hampshire and it's with her family. She didn't want to get them sick because you know we, we. It just lingers this bronchitis, whatever it is. Coley is this, very conscientious of that kind of stuff. I can't say that I am. I'm an asshole, I guess. Well, she wanted I to have go. Life, I have to live life. Stuff happens. I, know. I have to go to the store. I have to go to... Oh, no. She still was doing that kind of... Well, no. Okay. Uh, I lied. She just made me do all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. If I had somebody to make do it, then yes, I wouldn't either. But. but she texted her family and just asked them, like, do you want me to still come? And they're like, yeah, still, you know, come, you know. The, uh, the wives are the her cousins' wives are teachers, so they're like, we we are around germs all day, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was it was nice to see everybody. It was good. Um, how far of a drive is it from where you live to to go there? Two and a half to three hours, depending on traffic oh, a- and pit stops. Yeah, it's a ways. Okay. Mm-hmm. For this area, that's that's a drive. I know for you, that's a commute to work, but for us, no, it, it only takes me <laughs> thirty-five minutes to get to work. Yeah, me too. But I know. But the thing is, you go like three miles, and I go <laughs> thirty-five. <laughs> no, I go I go all the way to Hartford, uh, East Hartford, which is oh, East Hartford. Okay, it, that makes sense. It, yeah. So I'm. Yeah. I am. Four or five towns away from there, so yeah, okay, yeah, makes sense. Um, I go ahead. Oh no, I sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I I, I, I don't know what I was gonna say. So I was oh. letting you go first. So the weekend before Thanksgiving, so this I have the girls on even years for Thanksgiving and odd years for Christmas. Yeah. And I guess even years for Christmas Eve. So right. That's right. got to be in there for some stupid fucking reason. Yeah. Anyway. So the weekend before Thanksgiving, we, um, I, uh, 
I've been doing pretty well on my eBay stuff, so I splurged for us. And I got a motel room at the Holiday Inn Express in Great Falls that has a water slide because two of the three kids like that. Right. Um, Angela doesn't like that oh, she, kind of stuff. She doesn't, huh? She loves swimming, but she's not all about the water slides. Or it, I ruined it for her going, taking her on a couple of the scary rides at Disneyland. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, so we decided to stay there, and we were going to make a whole day or two out of it. So we went up on Saturday morning and went and bought ornaments, like we buy. I let them each pick out one ornament, new ornament a year to put on the tree. Um, nice. Yeah, so we did that and went and did just some other shopping. Had lunch and um, we're going to check into the motel and then go to a movie, which the movie theater is right next to this motel. So that's convenient. We're going to go see Trolls, um, whatever the new Trolls is called. I thought you were going to say Killers of the Flower Moon. No, but I do want to see that. Me too. Uh, but probably not with my children. <laughs> no. Hey, they anyway, need to know. They need to they learn need to history. Know. Listen, there's a lot of uh, murdered indigenous women around here, so it is kind of relevant. Right. But anyway. Totally. Exactly. Um, so we go to Old Navy just to kill time, because that's just a couple stories down from the movie theater. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted some decent leggings for the kids, because... The cheap Walmart and the not so cheap Target ones—they yeah. just they're like single use almost. Right. I swear they just fall apart. I don't know if it's my children or what, but, but yeah, they they don't. Old Navy anymore. ones aren't gonna last any longer than those. Well, I didn't know. I've never been to an old <laughs> fucking Navy. Okay? Oh, you just, haven't? No. Um, wait, really? Yeah, I, they just aren't common out there. There's been one in Great Falls forever since I've lived here. I mean, I think I went in there one time with Alicia a few years back, but I hated it. In our, I didn't want to be there. In our town, there is Coles and Old Navy, and yeah, I guess we don't Walmart. Have a if here. you really want to, you know, that's that's yeah. the only place to buy clothes. You don't have a Target? No, we don't. We have to drive half an hour away. To for three different targets that are half an hour away. Four, actually. Huh. There are four okay. targets half an hour away from us, but none in our town. Interesting. Yep. So, anyway. So, I'm lo- looking at leggings and whatnot, and um, I just got some shirts and leggings, some cheap ones. And we're waiting in the checkout line, and the kids come up to me with uh, these rolls of bubble tape. The gum. They love gum. Okay. And I'm yeah. like, no. I'm like, no, put them back. We're going to the movie theater here in a little bit. You're going to get slushies and candy and popcorn and whatever. Right. So I pay for my goods, and I don't have a Old Navy account, obviously. But Melissa does, so I put in her phone number. And I did get $20 in Old Navy cash, whatever the hell that is. It's good from <laughs> 12 2 until 12 10. I hate so when I'll they do that, that shit. I hate yeah. that, though, because it's like, well, now you have to go back. And we, yeah, right? I know. That's what I'm like. Oh, Coles does the same thing. There's some shoes there that Angela really wanted. Yep. Um, 
Anyway. So we walk our happy asses up the little hill back to the motel. And um, I don't know what was going on, but I, I went inside and Melissa stayed outside with the kids for a minute because they were rolling down the hill. And I go in to, like, get stuff ready. I think I've told you that I hate living out of suitcases, even though we were only there for one night. So right. I'm, like, unpacking all the shit. Yeah. And um, I kind of turn around, and I see... And there's probably been, like, a half hour has passed at this point. And I see um, Autumn and Ellie chewing gum. And I'm like where'd you guys get gum? And they both just, I don't know how they both said this, but they both instantly said it was from Easter. And I like, look at him. I'm like Easter. And I kind of glance at Melissa and she kind of gives me a shrug. And I'm like, what do you mean Easter? And they're like, <laughs> it's the gum you got us for Easter. And I'm like, okay, where was it? Like, and then it just dawned on me. I was like, which one of you stole the gum? And they both instantly said Angela. Oh no. She was in the bathroom. So she comes, I tell her to come out and she comes out of the bathroom and I said, Angela, did you steal gum? And to her credit, she said, yes, she's, she's pretty good about not lying. Like, yeah, she's a good kid, but she is compulsive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So here's my quandary, Daniel. Okay. Mr. Jones. Yeah. Maybe, I, I, I don't know. Don't ask me. I, I, I have a gum-related story about a kid getting in trouble as well. Okay. Yeah. So, but here's the thing. Yeah. I had already paid for this motel. I had already bought tickets to the movie. Mm. And I can't leave, like, do I punish Angela? Or them all for what Angela did? You know what I mean? So, um, like. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we're kind of running late. I say like, you okay, punish yeah. them all because they all tried to lie to you. I I didn't think about that till after the fact. I did think about that the other day. But what do I just eat the hundred and eighty dollars that I paid for the motel room and the sixty dollars for the tickets and go home? Yeah. Like probably should have done that. Right. right. I know. I hate that. Don't you hate that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was in a no win situation. Yep. Um. So. I was going to haul her happy ass down to Old Navy and make her confess her sins. But then I realized, like, we were already 15 minutes late for the movie. Like, it was still previews. But by the time we got done doing that, we would have missed the beginning of the movie. So I was a shitty parent, and I just took their tablets away for a few days. But we went to the movie. We went to fucking McDonald's. We (laughs) swam and went down the water slides. Yeah. What would you have done, Daniel? It's one thing if you're at home, right? Like if you haven't already invested two hundred and fifty dollars. Exactly. I honestly, if I, I could say whatever right now. I could tell you, oh, I would have taken them all home. I would have packed a, packed our bags and we would have gone all the way home. No, I could say that, but I can't guarantee that that's actually what I would do, have done. I doubt it. I I have done that on like other day trips where there wasn't like sure you know we were just in a car right like yeah. literally I'll turn this car around I've done that a few times yeah um yeah I don't know no but you're right it sucks when you're you're invested 
you've already decided you, this is what you're doing, and then they screw it up. <laughs> and <then> you, <laughs> and you're like, but I had plans, right? I was gonna eat a giant thing of movie theater popcorn. God damn it! <laughs> so. I did not let them get the upgrade at the movie theater. I will say that much. (laughs) Great. I don't know how it works there, but at the movie theater in Great Falls for the kid combo, you just get fruit snacks unless you pay the upgrade to get a big candy. Oh, I don't. That no, that's not how it works there. Oh, okay. Not not our little rinky dink theater. I don't know. Yeah. So. Anyway. Yeah. Well, at least you punished him somewhat. Yeah, I uh, guess. Quinn was grounded for three days, four days. If you ask her, it was the, it was forty days. It was ages. Yeah. Um, because and I, I guess maybe my punishment was maybe a little bit harsh. Coley thinks it was harsh, but uh, I, I think it was it was the correct punishment. I was taking her laundry out of the dryer. Brand new dryer, right? This We've used this dryer maybe five times. Oh, you had to buy a new dryer? Yeah, from the flood. Um, oh, the flood ruined the dryer? I didn't know that. Well, it ruined the washer, and then Coley couldn't oh, stand so the dryer not matching not the new matching. washer. <laughs> so, I'm with Coley on that, so, so we got a new washer and dryer. So, um... But she, so I went to grab all her laundry out of the dryer and I'm like, what the hell is in the dryer? And I'm picking out little, there's, I'm picking up little balls that is like colored tinfoil wrapped in a, a, around a squishy little ball. I'm like, hmm, what is this? What's going on here? It's gum. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, it was you know gum. what it is, Daniel. You knew what it was. I stuff. knew exactly what it was. It was gum, little balls of gum, that were still, you know, I don't know if the gum was chewed and she, she put it, in, um, her pocket, but I don't think she does that. So I think it was unchewed pieces of gum, that, were in her pocket that got wet. That's what it sounds like. It got wet and balled up in the washing machine, and then. The washing machine was fine, but then once that went into the dryer, it all came out, and there were streaks all over the dryer of gum. Yes. All over the inside barrel. Maybe, just just to play devil's advocate, maybe it wasn't gum. Maybe it was a book of animal facts. <laughs> yeah, that's a callback. That was a year ago. It was a year oh, ago. Oh, man. Um. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, nice new dryer. I mean, it's not gonna hurt it in the long run, but it still sucks. No, it's not. And it, 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 we got it off. And even before we took it off, it wasn't like I had done a couple of loads because I was waiting for her to have time to clean the dryer. But yeah, I was like, <clears throat> you know, whatever. This gum's not coming off that easily. It doesn't come onto the clothes that. Um that I'm doing so I was still able to use it but still it's the principle of it and I was just angry that she doesn't she she has a tendency to not check her clothes before 
she put <coughs> sorry puts them in the wash oh, and put them in the hamper good. she just and she, and a lot of times really she just she you know pants certain pants sweatshirts you can rewear right and sweaters you don't yeah yeah even need to wash like so she'll throw all that shit in the hamper because she's underwear. lazy and she doesn't yes underwear because she doesn't want to like have to fold it and put it away so she just so i get a full hamper after like two days of uh, after like you know i just did her laundry sunday and by tuesday it's full again and so i get frustrated so i was just like i, I was just really pissed off and then i I kind of figured Coley would be angrier than she was, <laughs> so I yeah. thought she'd be really mad that the dryer was not ruined, but you know, messed up. Imperfect, imperfect at this. Yes. yes. Um, Being so so new and all that. So I was. So I just. I told Quinn. I was like, you know, I was very calm. I was just like, you need to come down to the basement with us. And Coley didn't even know what was happening yet. She didn't even know what happened. Um, but Quinn just, I was about to tell Coley and consult her on what should I do, right? And then Cole, Quinn yeah. just walked in the room and her friend was over. And um, she's like, um, Jemiah, her friend is, her name is Jemiah. She's like, Jemiah wants to know if I can sleep over or something, something like that. And I was like, um you need to come downstairs with me first. And so then I was just like, you know, I showed it to her and I was like, you're grounded until Thanksgiving. And it was the worst day of her life. The worst, worst week of her life. I'm the worst dad ever. And, uh, she hated me. Hmm. Yep. I mean, that tracks. So yeah. Yep. <sighs> but she survived. What is it with, Kids and gum. I hate it. Drives me nuts. I hate gum. Personally, I hate gum too. And my, all three of my girls are just obsessed with it. Yeah, it's like not. It's fucking relentless, nonstop from the time they get up until bedtime. Can I have gum? Can I have gum? Can I have gum? If I'm gonna get cavities in my teeth, I just would rather eat like candy and brownies and cookies and good stuff. Yeah. 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 Not yeah. gum. Um, so yeah, that was that was our week before Thanksgiving, but she survived. I can't believe. Oh my gosh, that feels like a lifetime ago. But that was just a week ago. That's crazy. I know it does feel like a long time ago. So did you get? I know you started Christmas decorating. Did you go t- cut down a tree yet? So we only no, I didn't do any Christmas decorating. I only watched Christmas Vacation. Oh yeah, you watched. You had eggnog. That's right. <laughs> I had eggnog what and watched Christmas Vacation with Quinn, by the way, for the first time. Um, oh, okay. Because you know, what there you know us. There's a lot of swears in it, so we we yeah we waited, and uh, so she went to school the next day, and she's like, "Shitter's full." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, she liked it. Yeah, I think a lot of the jokes might go over her head a little bit, but sure. she, she liked it enough she wanted to watch it again, so we watched it twice. Oh, good. Not in the same night, but yeah. Um, No, no decorating yet. We tagged our tree. We go to a lot 
and uh, we we always go with my parents. It's like a tradition, and they helped us tag our tree. And my mom, what does that mean? Oh, you have like, to put call your, dibs. Yeah, basically, you put your name on it. You, you buy gotta, you buy the tag. You got to buy the permit. Yes, yeah. you buy the tag and then you put it on the tree, um, so nobody else can take it. Wait, so you have to buy, like, a permit from, like, the state? No, no, from the tree farm. Okay, but you cut your own down? Hi. Huh? Oh, Quinn's here. Yes, yeah, so we cut oh. it down ourselves. I okay, cut it that's down with cool. my bare hands. Mm. I don't. <laughs> yes, I do. Bare hands, just like you're, Clark Griswold. I dig it out of the ground. No, you don't. You're... You saw it. Oh, you're right. She's right. I saw it. Sure. Yep. Yeah, he saw it. He tagged it. Now he's going to cut it down with his bare hands. <laughs> All right. I love Bear. It. Go to bed. Bed. Oh, my gosh. Your face is so cold. Did you take a cold shower? No, my shower was cold. Quinn, you got to tell us that your shower is cold. I did. Oh, we didn't hear you. You got to listen, Daniel. What do you, you mean? Shower is cold. Heater. Then turn the water up. I did. You should not be taking a cold shower, especially after we were sitting outside in the freezing cold. It was hot for a while, and then it got cold at the end. Oh my gosh! Okay, because you take too long of a shower. All right, I love you. Love you. Sweet dreams. Dreams. Um. No, go ahead. I'm just talking to Jeremy. Go to bed. Yeah, so, no, so, wait, how do you get Christmas trees in Montana? Do do they not cut, have tree I, farms that where you I, cut I it? cut them down with my bare... <clears throat> Hands. Uh, you might be wondering why the long pause. I was just born with them. Um, because <laughs> I'm a bear. No, uh, we go to Walmart and buy a pre-lit one. <laughs> so, so yeah, there are there are Chris, Christmas tree farms, and it, I've seen Christmas tree farms over like in Big Fork, which is near Kalispell. Mm-hmm. I never actually went to one, but I never got the impression that you cut down your own. I thought you just went there and bought them. Um, yeah. Here, here, if you want to cut one down from, like, the wilderness, you have to get a permit from the state. Oh. And then, then you can go on any Forest Service or BLM land and cut your own tree. Um, but people sell pre-cut trees, like... Even here in Conrad, there's uh, a place at the the train depot, which isn't really a train depot anymore because we don't have like passengers, whatever. But yeah, they sell them there, so you can buy them. Yeah, I seem to remember that that that's how it was there they they even at like the farm the, at the tree farms they just had them already pre-cut yeah yeah we not here yep. 
We have some places that, like, um, you know, like there's garden centers and places like that that will have yeah. pre-cut trees, but they just bring those in from somewhere else. I don't know, and sell them there. Um, but no, there's there's a bunch of tree farms, and it's just like a plot of woods and tr- not woods, but just some big field yeah. basically with with trees instead of anything else and um with christmas trees and you they give you a saw and you go out and you cut down your tree and then yeah. you drag it back and they'll tie it up for you and help you put it on your car yeah so that's cool i like yeah it. yeah we like doing it so when does the jones family plan on going and getting the tree that you tagged uh this weekend we just wanted to tag it so that we could reserve it because even like they opened friday and we went saturday and they were no wait no that's a lie we went friday afternoon right i don't know i'll have to ask coley oh my gosh i'm trying to remember but by the time you got there, they'd already been fairly well picked. Yeah. Is, is what by the what time we doing. got there, I, it was either Friday afternoon or Saturday <clears> morning. <throat> they were already, yeah, well picked over. We were having a hard time finding anything good. Um, did you, speaking of Friday, did you get any good Black Friday deals? Kind of, not really. I mean, we went because Quinn wanted to go. Cause she yeah. remembered going last year and it was fun. She likes she likes it. I like it, but I honestly don't like. We had already gotten most of what we needed, and only yeah. had a few toys to get for the kids in the family. Um, mm-hmm. But most of them weren't like on sale or anything. It was just it was just we knew we needed them, so we went out and got them. So. Yeah. Although that's a lie. I mean, I got some. Minecraft Legos for her cousin's kids who were, um, I mean, and the Legos themselves were on sale, so they were $20, I'm hoping they were, I don't know what the normal price is, but, you know, probably closer to $30 normally, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's probably about right. So, that was it. It was not worth going out for, but it was dead. We went to Target, and we got there just before doors opened, and we were, like, the third people in line, me and Quinn. Nice. Uh, it was it was not busy. It's just not what it used to be. What about online? Yeah, we got a few things online, but the, we didn't have to wait in line. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> Do you say online or in line in Montana? For the internet? No. When you're waiting in a line. When you're when you're waiting in a line, we say in line. We're not that fucking Okay, good. Nomadic. Jesus. Some people say some people in America say online. Who? Who says that? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But people <clears throat> in the world say online. Waiting online. I think England. Maybe it's England. Those that would be something those crazy Yankees. That would make sense. Well, yeah. We uh, we fought a war to not have to say online. That's right. So. We sure did. Have you seen the? Have you seen the um, 
Saturday Night Live sketch with Nate Bargatze. Bargatze. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Washington. Uh, Washington. Oh, my God. That yeah. was funny. You just made me think of it. That was funny. Uh, that was a funny sketch. That, that's one of the funnier ones they've done in the last decade. I would say. Yeah, he's a funny dude. He is. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, pretty much done with our shopping. I have one more person to shop for. Okay. Yep. Nice. Yep. Um, what about you? Are you done with yours? Uh, yeah, for the most part. Mm. In fact, I probably got done too early because now I just keep seeing shit. And, yeah, right. <clears throat> so... Yeah. I didn't go, like, to any stores on Black Friday. Um, I looked online, and I'm like, eh, I don't know. I'll hold out till Cyber Monday. And I looked on Cyber Monday, and I'm like, eh, I'm going to see what kind of deals they have for White Power Wednesday. So I'll probably get the rest of my shopping (laughs) done tomorrow. What the fuck? (laughs) Um, uh, It's a joke, people. Coley and I are like, well, Coley... Was like, oh, this year, let's just do stockings for each other and not spend a lot yeah. of money. But, you know, Jeremy. How do you do that? Honestly, here's the thing. I know my wife. Okay. And I know myself. Uh-huh. And she wants a gift. And uh-huh. I want a gift. And I yeah. don't want the shit in a fucking stocking. Because I know that the stuff in the stocking... I'm, She's going to spend a lot of money on the stuff in the stocking, and some of it I'll use, and some of it I'll need, like socks and shit, right? Yeah. But, like, that's not... You're going to spend just as much on stocking as you would on a gift. Just a gift for me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A gift called Spider-Man 2 for the PlayStation 5, right? (laughs) She would spend just as much on stocking stuffers as that. And sometimes yes. I'm just like, man, I don't know. I'd rather just get the gift. She she could get a digital card or a card and put it in your stocking, and then you she could buy Spider Man. She could. Too. She could. I think I think my PS5 is taking a shit, FYI. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, it doesn't get used enough. What happened? That might be. I don't know. The last couple times I turned it on, when like the first couple minutes, it just is loud, and then mm. the other day it kept going black. Which it's done that before, and I I almost think it's more of an issue with my TV. Oh, that's the TV. Mine does that too. It's switching over to HDR. Uh, yeah, it's. I don't, but I don't know why it randomly does it or how to stop it. But either way, it's still making that noise for a good minute when you turn it on. Yeah, does it um, go black and then like the the picture seems to have changed? It goes. So most of the time, I'll see a little note on the bottom that says switching to game mode right before it does it. Yep. And I can't even tell if it's on or if it's brick, but when I press buttons on the control, I can hear the noise coming from the controller. Oh. And I can, you know, obviously I can, I maybe not obviously. So I'll press the home button. Um, whatever you call that, that little button in the middle. Yeah. Of the the PlayStation button. Yeah, whatever. And then go down and then all the way over and then power it off. I mean, because I know how to do that without having to look at the TV. Oh, my gosh. that It's it's hard to re- relearn that. Because I still am the relearning. PS5 gets pissy when you don't turn it off properly. Yes. Like, it throws a fit. Yep. Um, 
So I did that, and then I disconnected the HDMI cable and reconnected it, and haven't had any issues since. But okay. yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't sometimes know. it's just like a loose HDMI cable. Um, but getting back to the whole gifts for spouses thing, I saw this thing where on Facebook of all you know naturally where what this you couple no. this couple said something like instead of getting gifts for each other, when around Christmas time they decide on a trip to take together. Okay. And they spend their spend their money on that. And I thought that's pretty cool. But you and Coley do that a lot anyway. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Um, but I think that's a pretty neat idea. I am much more of a gift giver than getter. So I... Well... I, I like to get nice gifts. And yes, you are. I was told myself that I wasn't going to do that this year. But I, I haven't went over the top. But, um, like, Melissa wanted some AirPods. So I got her those. But she didn't mention, I'd asked her several times what she wanted for Christmas. I mean, I could have figured it out, you know, like whatever, but I just thought I'd let her have some input. And she didn't tell me, so then I ordered her this, um, these earrings, bracelet, and necklace. I hope she doesn't listen to the show. I don't think she does. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get this. From a... From a place, oh, no, it's fine. Okay, she doesn't listen. From a place called Montana Silversmiths. Okay, which I really like their stuff. Yep. Um, with uh, blue opals, which is her birthstone. So I got her that, and jeez, you're so pods. much more thoughtful than me. I was gonna buy and Coley some some oven mitts, and she yelled at me. So some. Oven mitts and some told new me, cleaning supplies. She told me if she, if I if I got her oven mitts, she would divorce me. So, oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's wow, that's, that's, that's the kind of abusive relationship I'm in right now. It's a cry. For, this is a cry for help. And anyway, I got all of my Christmas shopping done now. I got all my employees nice. done. I got all the teachers done. I got my Secret Santa done. I got the two residents I adopted done. I got all the kids done. And I just ordered Dylan's last thing tonight. Nice. Yeah, <sighs> we, we, we've done some charity shopping. And I, yeah, I still need, I want to get, there's a toy drive at work that ends Friday. I need to. I need to do, I need to get something for that. I actually saw something that I thought you would really like, but I don't know how much space you have on your gaming room wall and how valuable it is. So I thought I well, I saw something that you would really like too, and I didn't get it. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe I should have. Is it is it be, is it because you would like it? I can't remember what it was now. Watch us. We're thinking of the same thing. <laughs> I don't know. No, it was not something That's that funny. would go on your wall. I remember it was okay. not something that goes on your wall. I think it was maybe like a mug or something like that. I don't know. Uh, a mean mug. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think I'm done Christmas shopping for the most part. Great. Um, yeah, so... We, um... I don't know if you caught this when when Quinn came down. Well, you I you already know, but yeah, we went to watch the high school football game behind mm-hmm. the house tonight because you know, the high school is behind the house and we could see the lights and we knew it was happening because it was a big deal in town because the high school football team made it to like the state um, 
I, I think it was quarterfinals or semifinals. But yeah. Tuesday uh, night lights. Yes, Tuesday night lights. But it's freezing out. So we went and we watched it. Um, we watched till the th- middle of the third quarter, and they were down twenty-seven to nothing. Uh, so that's, that's rough. Yeah, it was very sad. So we came back and we warmed up, and then then I got on the call with you. Um, well, they had a good run. Go nutmeggers. Whippets. Whippets? What? Wyndham Whippets. Wow. <laughs> not the drug. I don't know what Whippets mean? I was gonna not the drug. Know what whippets mean there? <laughs> not the what is a whippet exactly? It's isn't it just when you huff the gas off the top of a Cool Whip container? Right? Isn't that all it is? Yes. Yeah, or a whip, a whipped cream drug. container? Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. not even a real drug. It's no. A, we have a town near here called Chinook, and their mascot is the Sugar Beaters. So it's the Chinook Sugar Beaters. <laughs> nice. All right. Yeah. My girls' team, my basketball team. Yeah. So there's three of us in in our age group, so they all decided they wanted to have their own identity. So yeah, <clears throat> we came up with the mascot. And I had them all vote, like we we all put out ideas, and they all voted, and we decided we are the Wyndham Wolverines. The Wolverines, are yeah. you going to get, is basketball season started? Oh yes it has, we have our first game on Saturday. Oh okay, so yep. Coach Jones. Yep, we scrimmaged the other two third and fourth grade girls teams uh, yesterday. What are your colors? Uh, maroon and white. Okay. You need to get a maroon, like, um, sweater in the style of Bobby Knight to honor him this season. <laughs> I got a new Under Armour outfit, actually, when we were in Maine at the outlets there. Uh, like a tracksuit? It's uh, better than a tracksuit. <laughs> better than a tracksuit. Okay. <laughs> But yes, you could you could run in this suit. Yes. Okay. It's got pants, and the pants have pockets that zip. Like, but the pockets are, it's got pockets in the pocket spots, but then it's got two mm. pockets on low on the thighs, like near the knees, mm. which is a perfect place for my phone. Um, gotcha. Yeah, and and then I got like a, um, not a hoodie, like a. a got like a collar you know but it's yeah. uh yeah it's thick it's thick yeah yeah nice um, uh, i'm gonna look badass you are you um, be the talk of the town that's me yep yep so anyway yeah i wish we had some way to talk about other things besides our lives mm. Of course. We have, we a, have podcast. a podcast. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, man? That was awful transition to begin with, and then that happens. Okay. I was trying. <laughs> Maybe we need to do this on video so we can read each other's Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. 
Maybe yeah. Yeah. I might have to try that next next time to that see if the help. internet can handle it. It would be weird to <laughs> look at you though. I don't I don't even know what you look at look like, so Oh, I'm ugly. <laughs> I know what you <laughs> Anyway Just kidding. So the last couple times we chatted, other than, you know, the beginning stuff, we talked about a lot of serious issues. Right. We did. Um we did. So and since we haven't chatted for a while on in in this format, uh, we've probably both forgot twenty five things that we did want to talk about that yeah. weren't so serious. But one thing that you sent to me that you mentioned you wanted to discuss was I mentioned there was it. a a mentioned it. There was a little tidbit from uh, IGN stating yeah. that George. R.R. Martin is essentially no longer working on Winds of Winter, which is the sixth book in the song of Fire. Ice and Fire, right? Ice and Fire. It's been so long, I can't even get it right. (laughs) A Song of Ice and Fire series. The Game of Thrones Um, series, basically. Correct. The Game of Thrones series. So, which is obviously the books that the TV show was based off of. So, for a little bit of back context... The first book came out in the 90s, and I believe all seven books were supposed to be wrapped up by, like, 2006 was the plan. Sure. Um, which, you know, it's an ambitious project. Like It is, especially really for those There's books. A lot of lore, a lot of backstory, a lot of keeping yeah. shit together. Yeah. But somewhere along the line the series kind of exploded and blew up and that was before HBO. Right. Oh yeah. They, definitely. They kind of just got, I mean, they had a following, but they got wildly popular in the mid to late two thousands. Yes. So when I first got into the series, there had been four books released and right as about the time I had finished the fourth book, the fifth book, a dance with dragons came out. Yep. Um, so I've read through the first five books probably four times. Oh my gosh. Um, I was really invested. And yeah. I believe um, that book came out in 2010, if I'm not mistaken. So for a, a while, Martin was releasing chapters to Winds of Winter on his website. Probably like six or seven different chapters. Huh. And he did say they weren't necessarily in order and whatnot. Um, so it seemed as though he was working on it. And then everything changed when it became an HBO show and he became kind of this mega star, right? Yeah. And you would go to Barnes and Noble and you would see his name like on every fantasy. Yeah. Right? Well, cause he needed to endorse them. Like otherwise <laughs> yes. it would not sell. Yeah, it so it sell. wasn't him writing them. It right. was just like, yeah, like if he had anything to do with it at all, it would have his name huge on it. Um, it's like if J.R.R. Tolkien was still alive, they would have sure. him doing the same shit. Yes. Yeah. And I, I don't know exactly what happened. He got burned out. He got busy. He got interested in other things. Maybe he lost motivation because the show overtook the books and... Um, 
you know, I don't know that, that the ending he had in mind is exactly the same way the show did it. I don't know. But essentially, he, it, I think he's just given up at this point. And um, I don't know that he's ever going to admit that. So you wanted to discuss that, and I'm like, sure, let's do that. And But you you just told me before the show that your thought on it was probably a little bit different than what I was expecting you to think. So I'm mm. going to let you carry on, and then I'll tell you how wrong you are. <laughs> I just feel that we put too much pressure on artists and people of that ilk. Um I don't know if you would call him an artist or or what, but he is a personality that creates art that we enjoy. Um, to to create content, and I just I I was listening to, for example, today I was listening to this podcast. There's a really good podcast from the Ringer Network um, called dissect and it's they take an album and they I don't fucking say it don't say it did you say Beach Boys no no okay. no no I actually wasn't gonna say the Beach Boys they dissect the album track by track and it gets really oh, lots of lots of Radiohead on here well, this whole season is all Radiohead. This this current season uh-huh. is all Radiohead. That so makes, each that makes sense. Each season is a different album and a different artist, and they oh, just through the wire by Kanye. Oh, deep yeah, dive. <laughs> Most of it is modern hip hop. To I be to yes. be fair, like there's uh, Tyler the Creator, Igor, um, and uh, Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino. Yeah, uh, Frank Ocean and good stuff. And I want to listen to all of those, but I, I've listened to the Radiohead one up till where they're at right now in the current season. And today I started listening to one that he did on Lauren Hill and um, the miseducation of Lauren Hill. And it just made me think about that, like how, like. If somebody creates something brilliant like the Fuji's the score and then follows it up with another brilliant thing like the miseducation of Lauren Hill, suddenly they have to be the 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 person, right? They have to be mm-hmm. the thing that everybody needs to glom onto and build this industry around and create um money for everybody else they they want they want that person to be taylor swift you know they just to create this billion dollar empire of entertainment and whatever they can do to squeeze as much money out of these people and these creative um minds as they possibly can and that is what they wanted to do with Lauren Hill back in the 90s you know she got pregnant um by the way super interesting story i didn't know all the details but like shit went down bef- between her and Wyclef Jean and then oh yeah 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 okay. and like that needs to be a <clears throat> biopic i don't know how it isn't yet but it's got to come sometime because that 
that seems like a story that would be really entertaining to watch as a film. But maybe that contradicts my whole point of what I'm Which trying to say. say right now. <laughs> I'm glad you pointed that out. Cause I was waiting to strike. <laughs> but I just, you know, she she made like the <clears throat> the song to Zion off of Miseducation is um, to her son, Zion. And um it's all about like how people wanted her to have an abortion so that she could just focus on her career and be a star right and just be you know really focus on her career and instead she chose to focus on her son and that's what she's been doing since then and she's toured. She I don't know if she's toured, but she's done a few odd concerts at like festivals and stuff since then. But never really okay. been in the limelight, right? And there's but she didn't leave anything unfinished. No. Yeah. You don't know. She might have. But uh, well, okay. Maybe. But also, but also, Jeremy, like he he didn't either. Like, fine. There's other stories to be told in that universe. But he's finished six, five books, and mm-hmm. you know those books are finished. I, yeah. I, I just don't. There's, I don't, I don't inherently disagree with you, Daniel. I just like I wish he would just come out and say, "Hey, look, I'm done." Right? But he doesn't. He constantly doubles down that he's working very hard to finish him. But then he's like at every con and every chance he can to be on tv he does those things <laughs> true okay yeah so like like i yeah He's, i believe anybody he, um, has the right to quit doing whatever is making them uncomfortable or unhappy at any given time like he quote if, co-wrote elden ring which you know it's bullshit yeah, like yeah. all kinds of stuff. And that's what I mean. Like he's like involved in all these other literature projects. Yeah. Like probably on the smallest of levels, just for his name to be on the cover. So because he gets a ton yeah, of money I, for doing that. Sure. And publicity. And I genuinely believe he likes being in the limelight. Like which yeah. is fine. I'm not I'm not like harshing on that at all. And I think anybody has a right to stop doing something that makes them unhappy. Like if Coley were to come to her senses and kick you to the curb, if that's what she needed to do for her own well-being, then so be it. Absolutely. Right. Right. Um, but, you know, you talked about like, like the pressure that like, like, yes, Taylor Swift is under a lot of pressure, but she does things her way. And I do think if the first half of her heirs tour, she was doing those four hour shows if she decided on the second half that she just didn't want to do that anymore and then did 30 minute sets, I think people would have a right to be irritated like to a degree. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause yeah. they put these expectations on it and, um, but, I can't say, you know, for, and George RR R. Martin, I don't think he's like, it's not like he sold a bunch of copies of the winds of winter. And well, exactly. Right. Through. It's I'm not, not like suggesting you, it's not like you spent $500 <coughs> to, on Winds of Winter. You spent 500 on fucking tickets to Taylor Swift. <coughs> yeah, you'd be pretty pissed if she didn't come out and sing. Well, oh, side note. If somebody can get me Taylor Swift tickets for $500, please give me a call. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Well, it's um, streaming soon, so there you go. You can you can stream I, it December for $500. 13th. Send it to me. December 
and I'll let you use my Netflix account. um so yeah artists have every right in the world to stop creating lauren hill had every right in the world to focus on herself and she's not the only one like obviously a lot of people have done that um she was just kind of like put on the pedestal by a lot of different groups at that time like political cultural right entertainment like all these things yeah and i don't blame her for for kind of taking a step back and then never getting back into it but you're right there um, is a little bit of a like difference, even isn't there even because... like there there's that meme going around just a couple of weeks ago where like lauren hill doesn't even show up to her own concert yeah so true. apparently she's been touring again and she's just like yeah fuck oh it, no she's, it's, for her. it's true she has done that and i would be pissed <laughs> if i spent money to see her and she didn't show up too yeah, absolutely. And there is a difference between what she did in the 90s where she just sort of disappeared and what George R. R. Martin has done, which is, you know, do promotions and endorse books and and work on the TV show and, you know, Elden Ring and all that bullshit, right? Yeah. Yeah, there is a difference. You're right. I I, I just wish he would just come out and be like, you know... Listen, the story was told, it changed, you know, it changed formats because of what happened and it is what it is. I'd be like, "Cool." I guess the other thing is really... people change, right? I don't know that I would still want to be writing the same story I was writing in the 90s or late 80s well, sure. probably when he started it. And and I wholly you know. admit at this point, if he did release it, I don't know that I would appreciate it or enjoy right. it the same as I would have. <laughs> well, like I honestly admit that things I've changed. Everybody changes. Is but that because you've changed, think. or is that because you've seen the final both two like all seasons of, of the show? Yeah, all of it, and just probably also being a little bit irritated and and not having it right away. Like I'd be more critical, I yeah. guess, most likely, yeah. right? Whether I want it to be or not. But here's here's an interesting thought, and. We've talked about this quite a bit on the show. At Are you going to ask if AI can just finish the book? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> oh, shit. We're at the point where we can just finish each, each other's thoughts now. This is great. Because Alan Iverson is suddenly a very busy man. <laughs> yeah. I saw a video okay, of so him bouncing a football like a basketball. I was very impressed. He's, he's, he's a great ball handler. Yeah. So I, I think AI could probably do a pretty good job. I think that would be something that Martin would actually kind of enjoy if he got to set the parameters, so to speak. It can right? all come full circle. Let's get Peter Jackson on this. <laughs> Peter yes. Jackson can do what he did with the Beatles with George R. R. Martin. And then Correct. It, it's then like, Martin could be in a documentary on fucking HBO and he would be like, win, win, win for me. You're right. And he'd be like, oh, my giants suck, that damn Daniel Jones. Yeah. Ugh. Um. All the Joneses if not, suck this year. If not AI, then why not fans? Like, there's already, I'm sure you could go down the subreddit hole. There's right. already a lot of, like, fan um, writing yeah, that but, has finished the story. Yeah, but if somebody else had written Game of Thrones, then somebody else would have written Game of Thrones, right? There's a reason yeah. that this the show suffered after season six, right? 
Yeah, yeah, definitely, because it wasn't him. It wasn't (laughs) him. Right. Exactly. So I think AI would be better than fans. But here's my other question. I don't know a whole lot about the world of book writing, but I do know that authors generally get prepaid once they become relevant, yeah. right? Yeah, when they get that big, they get So yeah. do you think he owes the publishing company anything? Because I'm sure they've already given him a, what do they call that, forward, a um, mm-hmm. deposit. Uh, you know advance. what I'm talking about. An advance. An advance yeah. on Winds of Winter and probably whatever the hell the seventh one was going to be called. Right. I don't know. Good question. I would think so. But then again, maybe he had some things worked out in his contract. I don't know. Like, Yeah, I mean, maybe he paid it back. Maybe there was a clause. Like, yeah. like Kesha, she's not making music anymore because she refuses to honor her Sony contract, so she can't fucking release records anyway, right? right? right. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I think the way that the show ended on HBO also left a sour taste in my mouth. So that also makes it hurt a little bit more. Because, and the people that have read the books know this, there is so much more in the fourth and fifth books especially that never even got brought into the show whatsoever that's all very, very, very interesting like and cool. So like, I would like to know how that plays out. If it ultimately comes to the same end, then I guess it doesn't matter. But you could say that for any book, right? Like, if if the context yeah. in between didn't matter, then there would just be three pages. Right. Well, and his books are all that, right? I mean, he's he's known for yeah. for adding all those details in and everything. And I'm and doing it flawlessly. Like that's yeah. what's yes, yeah. yes. He's brilliant when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he'll spend three pages describing a sandwich. And it's that kind of, like, meaty, pun intended, actually, um, detail that, that people love about it. And that's the thing. Yeah. I don't... You you could, you could not... You could hire other writers to do that, but they would not do it like he does. Right. There's yeah. No, it'll never be the same. Even AI. I mean, it's really more of a topic of discussion right. than like a desire of mine. And but. and that's the that's the thing that now we'll get kind of a little bit nitty gritty about the TV show. But like, that's the thing that you could you could just feel a difference in the last few seasons of the show because they started to rush over that kind of stuff. Right. And they did. And they they just didn't they didn't take time to really explore all those finer details like they had yeah. in the in the previous seasons. They were in yeah, such a hurry. Out. Yeah. They were. I'm, I, I, I don't know that we can blame all that on the writing. Like, also, by the time the last couple of seasons came around, everybody that was in the show that started out as pretty, pretty unknowns. Right. Or kind of... Um, you know, not A-list celebrities, they, at that point, all became pretty huge and had other projects Mm -hmm. in the works, which, I mean, looking back, most of them turned to shit. But anyway, like, so, so, I mean, I know there was pressure to get the show wrapped up and they had to work within some constraints that they didn't have to in the earlier seasons. 
as far as filming locations and time and things like that. And the show just got huge. Like the expectations were super high. And I think they focused a lot on graphics and CGI. Yeah. As opposed to plot and fleshing out the, if you look at the first few seasons, the way that they would flesh out all the story points and the, the weird side characters compared to the end. Yeah. It just, just wasn't the same so i have a question sure who would you say has had the best post game of thrones career actor wise oh the best post what's gotta be um joe jonas's ex-wife sophie sophie turner i mean what has she done just because of x-men i mean oh she was in the x-men yeah okay yeah, she was the blue one. Right, right. Was she not? In the first class I don't know. movies or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Peter Dinklage has, has done some things, obviously. Well, Peter Dinklage, yeah, but Peter Dinklage. I, I guess you might have just... to say Jason Jason Momoa, but I forget about him because he was only in like four episodes. Oh, shit. You're right. Oh, my gosh. Right? Yeah, but he started there. No, no. The answer. I know the answer. I'm going to say the answer's Bella obvious. Ramsey. Bella Ramsey. <laughs> Very close. Pedro Pascal. Yes, Pedro Pascal. Yes. I mean, nobody really knew him before Before he was in Yeah, good point. Good point. I didn't even think about that for some stupid reason. Yeah. Because when you say that, I'm thinking of the, the main cast. The main cast, right. Cersei and, and Tywin and, right. you know, Rob and John and, and, and uh, Jamie. I mean, Sean... Sean Bean, obviously, but he was probably the most well-known. Him and Cersei. Well, Sean Bean and um, and and um, Peter Dinklage were kind of the big known actors before. I yeah. would say before and the show started. Tywin was huge in in the UK as a stage actor. Right. Um, yeah. So you know, it's not like there wasn't talent or or pedigree there with a, with a lot of the people. It just, but yeah, definitely Pedro Pascal has had the most. Yeah. What's her face was career. in Wednesday. Um, she was in you know Star Wars uh, and Wednesday. Yeah, Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn Christie. Christie. Yeah, thank you. Couldn't remember. Brienne of Tarth. Um, yes. Brienne of Tarth. I mean. Yes. Yeah. So they've all done things. I mean, she. Her name is so funny because I always. I always hear Gwendolyn Christie, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that character in Game of Thrones, because it sounds right. like a character's name in Game of it Thrones. Does. <laughs> yes. But you think of, like, like Arya. Like, I, that's who my money would have been on to. Yeah, she, yeah. To go on. <clears throat> but maybe that's um, purposeful, right? Maybe that was purposeful. She may, Maybe she's, she's so young. Yeah. She probably went yeah. back to school. I don't know what she's done, but. I don't know. I mean, yeah. like. Um, Kit Harrington and the guy that played Rob. Yeah. Like they've been in some stuff, but it just, it wasn't very good. No. Like, Kit Harrington was in, in uh, Call of Duty. Uh, was he? Yeah. He was. I remember going to the movie theater to watch a movie he was in during the height of Game of Thrones called yeah. Seventh Son. Oh my God. It was awful. Oh, that sounds And bad. Rob Stark was in a war movie. Which one was it? three or four years ago that was actually pretty good. Um, but he's also been in some pretty terrible shit. Mm. What was that movie? 
I don't know. Anyway. Dunkirk? No, it wasn't Dunkirk. That was Harry Styles. Oh, right. Harry Styles, yeah. Uh, oh, what about Ed, she- Ed Sheeran? He's had a good, oh, yes. good career. Yes. <laughs> he has. You know, that famous Game of Thrones actor, Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Um, Braun is oh, in one the of cup. the... The Starbucks Cup has had a good career since The Starbucks then. Cup has, has, has had a good run. Yep. Um, Roose Bolton was in that uh, Motley Crue documentary, mockumentary thing on Netflix. Oh. That was actually pretty entertaining. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. Um, so, I mean, they've all had work, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But definitely the winner is Pedro Pascal. Yes. Yeah. And we're all the winner because of that. That's true. It's true. This is true. Make your own kind of music, Jeremy. Yes. Um. What was the other thing I was texting you about today, though, that I wanted to talk about? Let's go to the tape, Daniel. High what school football, you your Apple list for Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. iOS 17 update. No, I think it's the Apple, okay. the Apple yes. music. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm i going to let you go, but mine, I don't <laughs> think it was accurate. No? Why? I, I don't think mine was wholly accurate because... What part I did it? listen to a lot of John Prine, but that one song definitely wasn't the one I listened to most. Huh. And um, I just like this, like the greatest showman and traveling soldier came up last year for me as well. And I know that I've listened to him this year, but I, I just feel like not nearly as much. Do you as... listen to it with the kids? I do quite a bit, but we listen to a lot of songs like, yeah. I don't know. Um, I played the Tracy Chapman fast car version the other day. In, uh, in, in the car, they they were not about that. They do not like the old version. Quinn does oh, not like no. it. No. I was heartbroken. It's, I knew it was terrible. Because the new version I didn't even is... Know why. The, you could go out to a bar on a Friday night and see a cover band and yell... Fast car, and they would play a better version of the fucking song than that guy did. <laughs> well, Any, <clears throat> anywhere in the United States this Friday, just go try it. Everybody, right now, try it, because it would work. It doesn't got to be karaoke. It doesn't got to be a cover seriously. Band. Just do karaoke. It would be better than that fucking version of that song, because it really is just the same song. It, he doesn't even do anything to it. I hate that. I hate that song so goddamn much. Sorry. But let's talk about. I'm with you. Let's. I hate that version of that song. I hate so that version of that song. I right? love the original. Yes. Um. Let's talk about your Apple Year in Review. You had a lot of Beach Boys in there with like what? one or two other things mixed in. Yeah. Me? No. Which isn't shocking. Okay. I'm also, gonna... you listen to a lot more music than I do, and I also think that's. I guess I listen to a lot of podcasts. I don't know. Um, I've been, I make an effort to listen to music. I, so that's the thing, right? I've, every year I, since Quinn was born, I've made a playlist of 
new songs that have come out that year that I liked. And usually the playlists are around 30 songs long because I really seek it out, right? And Yeah. And I enjoy listening to back to those playlists and be like, oh, yeah, I remember this song from this year. Um, this year, my playlist has like four songs on it because I just haven't see- sought out new music. Um, Wilco is one of my favorite bands, and they came out with a new album this year that I really liked. So I listened to that a bunch. Um, but for the most part, other than that, and um, Big Thief, which is the band we saw this year, so I listened to them a lot back in March and April because that's when we saw them play. Um, so I listened to them a lot. Um, but then that kind of fell off. And other than them and Talking Heads, because I got really into uh, Stop Making Sense, their the live album this year. Mm-hmm. And that's that's it. Other than that, it's been all Beach Boys because I think I've reached a point in my life, Jeremy, where what I would do before was I was always just trying to stay up on what people liked, right? What the young kids liked. What was the hip, cool music. And now yeah. I just I don't give a shit. I don't even care anymore. I'm just going to listen to what I want to listen to. And right now, all I want to listen to is the Beach Boys. And I know that the Beach Boys are super fucking lame. The Beach Boys were lame back in the 60s. They were lame in the 70s. Again, they were lamer in the 80s. They were lame in the 90s. And they're lame now. But I have become a Beach Boys nerd. And I'm happy with it. I'm fine with it. I'm proud of it. I've made peace be. with it. <clears throat> so yeah, my stats. I I listened to 537 artists, but uh, number one was the Beach Boys with 4,748 minutes of music. Of of Beach Boys, two. What was that last part? Wait, I go back. It says you played 2,266 songs. One of them was my anthem, Surf's Up by the Beach Boys, which is probably now my favorite song of all time at this point. Yeah. Um, and then, I'll keep going here. So, uh, where were they? Oh, they, they, okay. Well, I, I wanted I gotta to. I got to ask that Okay. Go ahead. Number 13 on your top songs list. Yeah. Well, I'm going back. I'm, I'm going to look fifth, at that. Fifth Harmony song. Oh. <laughs> That's Quinn. That's a Quinn song. I, I kind of assumed. I wasn't judging. You saw mine. I'm all over the place. So, <coughs> of my top 15 <coughs> songs, only two of them are not Beach Boys. <laughs> So, there's, uh, number 13 is I'm in Love with a Monster from the, uh, Hotel Transylvania 3, I think it is, soundtrack by Fifth Harmony, which is the girl group that Camila Cabello was in before she Mm -hmm. was Camila Cabello. 
Cabello. Yeah. Cabello. Cab- However Cabade. you pronounce. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, oh, yeah, I do. Okay, me too. I think it's her voice, and then, honestly. I don't know. It, it's a lot of things. And then number yeah. 11 um, is Change by Big Thief, which is one of my favorite Big Thief songs. And I just love I gotta the album that's on. Comment. For Pet Sounds being your favorite album, or at least what you talked about being your favorite album, yeah, there none of the songs from that show up until number twelve, because I've already listened to Pet Sounds to death. In yes, my that's life kind of what I figured probably happened. Yes. So, so number fifteen, wouldn't it be nice? Number fourteen, forever. Which do you know that song? You know that song if you don't think you know that song, but you yeah, do. I know that song. Uncle Jesse sings it in Full House. Yes, along with Kokomo. Yeah, but I didn't realize, and my family certainly didn't realize, until this year, that that was a Beach Boys song. That's a yeah. De- that's a Dennis Wilson song. All right, well, maybe that was common knowledge. I didn't know. I didn't know. I don't think it's common knowledge. I think I just learned it randomly probably several yeah. years ago. And I was well, like, oh, that's neat. I like the original a lot. I like a lot of Dennis Wilson songs, by the way. I'm a big Dennis Wilson yeah. fan. Um. He has See, the... on mine, I listened to a... Sorry. No, it's okay. I was going to nerd out I about Beach Boys, but it's fine. To a lot of, like, um, outlaw country. And, yes, like, none do. of that is on here. Except for, except for Johnny Cash. Like, I don't right. get that. What's and... your What's your number one most played song? Uh, so it's Traveling Soldier. Which is strange to me, because... We played the shit out of that song last year, and number two is "Antihero," which which makes sense, I guess. Um, the only thing I can think of is maybe at the beginning of twenty twenty three, we were still huge on "Traveling Soldier" and, um, like, uh, uh, "Greatest Showman" soundtrack. Yeah. But number five on my top songs of this year is "Catch My Breath" by Kelly Clarkson, which I really like that song, but like. It's in a playlist I have, but so are dozens of other songs. Right. It's not like you seek that one out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And, like, number two on my top albums is Simon and Garfunkel's Greatest Hits. Like, what? (laughs) I like Simon and Garfunkel, but, like, I never once, like, went to their Greatest Hits album and just played it. Um, Yeah. Weird. I don't know. I have and that number happen seven to me is, sometimes. Is yeah. reboot from Brooks and Dunn, and number ten on my top albums is Pet Sounds. By the way, hey, um, all right, yeah. So it's interesting. And yeah, that I, is interesting. So on my top stations, number three and four are both country. So I guess it does show up there. So maybe it's just the algorithm is. Like, I'm not playing the same artist or selecting that artist, so it doesn't right. necessarily show up in that. <clears throat> right. So, like, the the Beach Boys Smile Sessions is an album um, that I listen to a lot and I love. And I would say it's probably my most listened to album this year. But for some reason, it didn't show up in my most listened 
to albums because I think I've been listening to like uh, I found a playlist of it, um, and that playlist doesn't count as an album. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. so. But I have that happen to me sometimes too, where they'll they'll make like the favorites playlist for me, and I'll mm-hmm. listen to it and I enjoy those. But then um, it will have some random song from an album on there that I don't particularly like. Right? It's not like a, a song that I will seek out. Um, but sometimes it's like the song right before the song that I seek out. So it's like, oh, you know, you always hit this song. No, I don't. Like, I skip over that song to get to the one that I like. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. You I, listen- I, and I, Sorry, go ahead. I also have to wonder if, like, the way that you request the song makes a difference. Like, if you actually tap it on your phone or if you say it over Apple CarPlay. Right, maybe. Right? Like, yeah. I don't know. Um... You listen to radio stations? What do you listen to? How does that work? I don't listen. I do not. That's the thing, right? I, especially this year, I do not seek out new music often enough. And I would like to a little bit more, but I just don't. So what? I don't listen to like radio stations, but like sometimes I'll be like, hey, Siri, play Bob Dylan. And she'll say, this is the Bob Dylan station. Station. Right. And is it all Bob yeah. Dylan, or do they play no, Bob it's, Dylan adjacent it's Bob Dylan, stuff? Bob Dylan and similar artists. Gotcha. Is what it is. Right. Okay. So, no, I don't very often. Like, in my car once in a while, I will actually listen to the radio station, but it's pretty rare. <clears throat> right. Okay. And yeah. Because of that, I'm a little bit out of touch with newer music, with the exception of, you know, like, Taylor Swift. Right. And the shit that my kids like because they find it on their tablet or they hear it at school or at their mom's or whatever. Yeah. It's usually shitty country music like Luke Combs and fucking Morgan Wallen. Ugh. Ugh. It's so painful. And, you know, and they do all love Taylor Swift. Yeah. And, um, Which I'm, I'm fine with. Uh, have they gotten into Olivia Rodrigo? Uh, when she comes on the radio, they'll sing along, but I don't know that they know exactly who she is. Queen loves her now. She really likes... Some of her stuff's pretty explicit. All the stuff (laughs) um, off her new album. Right, but that's the thing, right? Like, all that stuff off her new album is like, oh, wait, this is all swears? Wait, (laughs) on the radio it's not? Like, like the song Vampire, instead of... She says, um... Soul Crusher? That's not what she yeah. actually says. She says Fang no. Fucker? Like, yeah. what? what is that? Sometimes I she feel like a, she, she just swears because she's got this rebellious streak going she's on. She's a 19-year-old angsty girl. Exactly. There was one called from her that I heard today called All-American Bitch or something like that. Oh, and geez. it was just... Yeah. It was like, calm down. So yeah. Quinn saw that in Target on Black Friday, the CD, and she was like, I really want that, but I know I can't have it. I was like, nope, you can't. Sorry. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're so smart, Quinn. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I do, I got to say, I do like her other song with um, 
uh, what's that song? Um, about her ex-boyfriend. I forget what it's called. The driver's license? No, no, the new song. Oh, Olivia. Uh, I know. What's it called? It's called. No. She's putting out a lot of songs. Yeah. Bad idea, right? Question mark. Sure. It's a good song. It's it's a fun song. It it is good. It It, she swears in that one too, but not in the version we hear. So my kids were listening to oh, I can't remember what it was now, but they were listening to an older song that kind of shocked me that that I really liked. So I guess, you know, every now and then that, that happens. Um I the the big the most shocking thing in my Apple year in review is that Party in the USA was not number one on everything because <laughs> it shows in there was like number ten that it was played twenty six times. Daniel, it was played twenty six times in a fucking row at times. I shit you not. Like yeah, yeah. I believe it was anthem. <clears throat> uh huh. Quinn Quinn loves that song. Still. She's got this playlist that I'm constantly updating, and that song's still on it. And every time it comes on, I'm like, can we skip this? Maybe take this off your playlist? She's like, no! Okay, okay. Sure. She never gets sick of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way Ellie is with a few songs. Uh, Like Senorita from the aforementioned Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, um... The Spider-Man soundtrack song from Post Malone and and right. Sway Lee, um, Sunflower. Yeah. Sunflower, yeah. See, so those ones I usually ask like Siri to play through CarPlay. So I, I do wonder if that's got something to do with it. Um, maybe. <clears throat> maybe. Well, you don't have to worry about all that stuff if you just focus on the, the Beach Boys and that's all you listen to. Then. You don't have to worry. Well, I mean, yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. I should just go back to the the basics. Just start listening to the Beach Boys and Beatles and Bob. See, here's the thing. No. The so, Mamas and the Papas. Jeremy, here's the thing that I love about it, right? And the reason I got so obsessed with them this oh, year. Oh, I think we were going to talk about the Beatles' new song. There's so much. We will. There's so much for me to discover that I did not know about because nobody listened to the Beach Boys after Pat Sounds. After Be- after Brian Wilson went away, they just figured the Beach Boys were done and gone. And also Pat Sounds didn't sell well anyway, so they just weren't very popular. People thought the Beach Boys were lame. And they were not, you know, they suddenly the counter counter culture movement happened and hippie music happened and psychedelia and heavy metal and Led Zeppelin happened and then punk in the 80s and everything and the Beach Boys just were not cool and the Beach Boys all the while were making incredible music that I'm not joking is a lot of it is as good as the Beach Boys the Beatles and they it's just like i grew up loving and worshiping the beatles because my dad loved and worshiped the beatles but Mm -hmm. all the while there was this other band that was making music around the same time as the beatles that was as good as the beatles and then sometimes 
I mean, and then after the Beatles broke up, <clears throat> they continued to make great music. And even when I started to get into the Beach Boys late earlier this year, right, and late last year, whenever it was, I thought because I already loved Pet Sounds, I've loved Pet Sounds for decades now, but I thought that. Brian Wilson was the only Beach Boy that was worth a damn. I was fucking wrong. The only Beach Boy that isn't worth a damn is fucking Mike Love, and he can go suck a bag of donkey balls. But all the rest of them are awesome. Dennis Wilson has so much talent. Carl Wilson is great. Even Al Jardine had some awesome stuff that he did. Like, they're great. There's so much great music to discover that it's like, well, I'm just going to keep going down this rabbit hole because every time I do, every time I try to check out a new album, I'm, I find something else that I really just love. And, you know, I may not like the whole album. Like, but I'm going to find a couple of songs that I'm like, wow, this is, this is just a fantastic song. These are just great songs. And, and, and I love it. It's great, and I'm just really enjoying it. So that's it. That's I don't I don't care. I don't care. You so, don't you don't have to care. You don't have to apologize. I, I do about. care. That's why I keep talking about it. But you know, I'm gonna act like I don't care. I find that interesting though. I've never thought of the Beach Boys as being lame or <clears throat> um second class to bands. Like the Beatles, like I've always thought, the Beatles were clearly more successful or more well. I don't know about well known, but I don't know. I just thought of them as different. Like the Beach Boys seemed different. more poppy, right? Well, yeah, they were more laid back and more like, yeah. But uh, I mean, the more I listen to the Beach Boys, the more depth I do find in their music that I mm-hmm. just. Written off to like early Beatles, frankly, like right. just you know, ching ching, like poppy, catchy stuff. <clears throat> and the Beach Boys have that, but there's there's, you know, there's value in that as well. It's not just commercial jingles, like it's not selling, selling, you know. Yeah, but once they got into the seventies, once once they got into the late sixties <clears throat> and seventies, they got really weird. And it was not poppy at all. There was not a lot of pop music in their later catalog. It's all and really weird shit. It's, I mean, you can say the same thing about, like, the Beatles. Like, yeah. and even to a degree, the Rolling Stones. Like, what separates them from the Beach Boys, other than maybe being American, for one? Um, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, anyway. I've I've always thought of the Beach Boys as a serious band and a talented band mm-hmm. and a, you know... Like, mm. I thought of the Beach Boys as the people that, uh, this is going to sound stupid. So I thought of the Beach Boys as like the people that like partied at alcohol kegs, listened to, and the Beatles and those other bands were the people <laughs> that were smoking dope at those same kegs in the corner, right? That's funny. I guess that's how I've just kind of always separated the two. The, the, the preps, the preppies. Listening yeah, to the Beach yeah, Boys. Basically. yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah. Well, like my mother-in-law <clears throat> liked the Beach Boys. She did, she liked the early Beatles, but she did not like the Beatles once they got weird. And yeah, she was she was 
she was <clears throat> preppy. She would she listens to this and Cindy, I know. You were a preppy. You you've told me, I think. Yeah. In in no like, uncertain terms that that that's you know, that's the crowd you ran in. And she I think she would say that she liked the Beach Boys more than uh the Beatles. Yeah. But but I don't think she would like the later stuff, right? This the stuff in the seventies, like Surf's Up and Sunflower and Holland and uh the Beach Boys Love You. That's some weird ass shit. And a lot of people didn't like it. But now I listen to it and I I just hear that they were doing stuff that bands would not start doing again until like the late eighties, nineties, like indie rock, like I've always liked indie rock, and the Beach Boys' later stuff is fucking, like, proto-indie rock. It is just early indie rock, and I love it so much. I just love it. Well, I think maybe, a whole other tangent, I think as bands, artists, creators, entertainers of any sort, as they grow and, and develop and aren't as beholden to their publishers, record companies, and whatnot, they can kind of branch out a little bit. Um for better or worse, right? Like you see that mm-hmm. transition a lot. I. Um, well, that's why they were able like, to because they didn't have the pressure of like being the Beach Boys anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. And and their creations get a little more personal and a little more abstract, maybe. Yeah. Sometimes maybe they sometimes maybe they try too hard to be different just for the sake of being different, because they're tired of being pigeonholed into this thing. Yeah. Um. Did you ever finish Barry? Did you watch no. Beyond Season 2? No, so I should. I, I've, I've watched the third and fourth season, and like, I loved the first season. Loved it. Yeah, the second it was season was, was great. I didn't love the third season, and the fourth season, like, I just didn't really care for it at all. Mm. But I hear other people talk about how, you know, the fourth season, like, is the greatest season of TV and in, in, in history. And I have heard people say that. Yeah. And to me, it's, it's, it's kind of that same thing. Like I was comfortable with comedic Bill Hader, right? I liked it. He's right. funny and I'm not trying to pigeonhole him and telling, you know, and, and be you know, like saying that he can't do these other things, but I felt like he was trying too hard to prove that right. he could be, this dramatic writer and this dramatic actor and have all these abstract feelings and thoughts and whatnot that like every single thing had to be that way. And by, by the middle of the third season, there was like no comedy left whatsoever. Right. It was just done. Yeah. That's the thing about the first season. It did strike a really good balance of comedy and, and you know, drama. Yeah. And by the fourth season, it was just, like almost a parody of, of, of itself. Yeah. In my opinion. And clearly, you know, everybody has their own take on it, but I don't fault Bill Hader for wanting to try. And I do think he was successful. It's just not what I would have preferred. Right. Um, So, you know, it just got weird. Like you couldn't even tell if it was like a dream or if it was like reality. Right. Like you, you, it, it was like I was in the middle of a fucking um, uh, Stanley Kubrick <laughs> movie suddenly. <laughs> it's like, really? whoa, okay. where's the where's the jokes? Where'd the jokes yeah. go? Yeah. Well, 
exactly. So maybe you're you're like the Beach Boys fans who expected them to still be doing surf pop, and now they're not anymore, and you don't like it anymore, and that's okay. Well, I don't know that I would be. I mean, I wasn't that way with the Beatles. I appreciate. No, I know. I'm just. Oh. I mean, you're you're that with Barry. Is what I'm yes, saying. Yes. You're, you so know. I'm not above not being that with certain things. Right. But I'm not always that, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, anyway, yeah. I just think to bring it all back around, I just, I just think if that's what Bill Hader wants to do, then that's what Bill Hader can do. And we can't. Yeah, put, I don't. You know, because I, I don't fault him for it. You know, if he doesn't want to make season five or whatever, then he doesn't have to. It's okay, man. Don't worry about it. Oh, I don't think they plan on it, but yeah. Okay. I am. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm with you. Like, I'll tell you, they better make a season if, three of the Gilded Age, though, or my wife's going to riot. If, if, like, if Barry season three and four was like a completely different show, I would have loved it. But like piggybacking off the first two seasons it just changed so much and yes the gilded age daniel my goodness we got to talk about this in depth with coley but yes we will we can just touch on it here and then i think we need to wrap it up but yeah uh i so i've been trying to watch it because you were watching it and you were like i need somebody else to watch it with me and i was like yeah you know first couple episodes i i fell asleep i I think I slept through the whole second episode because I, I rewatched yeah. it with with Goalie and I was like, I don't remember this episode at all. Um, but yeah, now I'm. I got through the first episode of the second season or the first three episodes of the second season, and then she was like, "Um, I would like to watch this." I was like, "Okay, great. Let's let's start it over." So. Now I think we're up to episode seven of the first season together. Yeah. yeah it's, she's, it's a good show. It's good. I don't know what it is about it. I can't explain it. Like, it's not a show that I would think I would like, but it's it's almost like a soap opera. It is. To a degree. It is like a soap opera. But I was telling her last night that I just love the way everybody talks in that show. I do too. <laughs> Mr. Russell <laughs> and yeah. like Miss Turner like, like I wish <clears throat> I wish people still talked like this you know and I knew like, Ms. language still mattered but I knew Mr. Rakes was going to turn into a no good low down <laughs> yeah um I have and to so, laugh though and so, because and so did Aunt Agnes I uh yeah well Aunt Agnes is I think she deserves an award. She her her performance is so good. It is good in that show. And you I, never know what to expect like No. I don't know. She's great. Like she's very progressive and modern in she's some situations and yeah. other in other times she's like nope. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Um no, I had to laugh the first few episodes, though, because, like, I want to say there were three actors in this sh- in the first few episodes who were in the live-action Grinch movie. <laughs> and I'm like, were there? Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, okay. Sure. 
yeah. guy the guy who kills himself um on Agnes and yes. I want to say there was a third I, I I'm pretty sure there was a third I can't remember who it was though I was just like that that's funny that is funny Because, uh, yeah, the guy who kills himself played uh, her dad, the girl's dad. Cindy Lou Who's dad? Cindy Lou Who's dad in the Grinch. <clears throat> yeah. Live action Grinch. You are correct. Yep. It's just hard for me not to see them with the prosthetic noses and stuff. Well, now it's going to be hard for me to not see them that way. <laughs> yep, you're welcome. I love the French chef. That's awesome. I know. That was, that was a great... And then... Story. And then how they're just kind of fucked and stuck with him. And then, like, yeah. whatever. Let's just not tell anybody. Best best episode, though, is is the episode when she puts on the dinner for Nathan Lane. And her, the butler, Aunt Agnes's butler, uh, yeah. goes over and does the lunch. The English English The English setting. style. Yeah. 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 Do my eyes deceive me? <laughs> it's a good show. And they're all so petty. And then that butler sends a anonymous note to <laughs> Mrs. Von Ryan. Right? Jeez. <clears throat> good, good stuff. It is good stuff. It's a good show. We will talk about it in depth once season two is over. That sounds sounds like a plan to me. Okay. All right, Jeremy. My voice. Yep, me too. I think we've talked enough tonight. Um, Thank you all for listening to this episode of Of Course We Have a Podcast. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Probably before uh, Christmas, right? And we can have our, our Christmas. Our, our um, Christmas episode. How's that sound? Yeah, I mean, if we stay on schedule, we'll be recording like the 11th, so that right. one should be out before Christmas. So we should be good, yeah. Hmm. You know, staying on schedule is tough these days, though. It is. Yeah. But we'll do our best, um, because, you know, n- nothing but the best for our listeners. Yes. Nothing but the best. Yep. All right, Jeremy. All right, Daniel. Till next time. Dan. Okay. Oh, you pissed me off so much with that. Did Coley tell you that I told her I was going to do that before the episode? Yes, just she did. <laughs> I was. I don't even she, know why. <clears throat> she didn't tell me until after I was already editing it. I was like, why does he keep calling me Dan? She, she just started laughing. Yeah, it's it bothering myself. me. I don't know. It was very difficult <laughs> to listen to. I know that I go by Dan to most people, but it was difficult. You've to always to. called me Daniel, and I don't like it when you call me anything else. <laughs> yeah, no, it was just an experiment <laughs> to to make you uncomfortable, but it it backfired and made us both kind of uncomfortable. Good. I'm it glad it made you uncomfortable. You deserve it. Yeah. All right. I'm surprised I I was able to stay in character the whole show. Like I don't I think I slipped up <laughs> once. <laughs> yep. 
You did. You did emphasize it every time you said it, though. You're like because <laughs> I had damn. to make myself. <laughs> damn. <laughs> All right. Good times. Till next right. time, everybody. See you later. Bye.